Jones. And we're going to talk about overcoming feelings of jealousy, envy, regret, FOMO, fear of missing out. All those kinds of emotions we see that they are virtually universal, whether in a, in a small village somewhere that is very remote from any bigger cities with almost no televisions, no radios, if none at all. People have FOMO uh, and, and have uh, jealousy concerning their neighbor who has the uh, bit slightly bigger shack made out of sticks than somebody else or in a, in a kind of first-rate nation where the jealousy concerns millions of dollars and the best technology and the best kinds of things. It's the same stuff everywhere <laughs> throughout time, throughout space. So uh, we can start off maybe with a, a, a kind of broad conceptual uh Way to think about things, perhaps, and, and see into what details then we need to get into to really clarify the picture. So we would say that up and until, uh, or while we view ourselves, we put it this way, while we view ourselves in, in the typical way that we view ourselves, which is as a given object out of many objects, meaning I am a single person uh, and, and you are another person and there is a tree and there is a cloud and there is a skyscraper and there is a, a small shack in my village and there is a, a river and there is a, a fish. While I think of things like that, I cannot possibly think of myself as object ultimately as number two. I, I can't do it. And, and consequently, either I will be trying to be number one or I will be distraught or I will have some kind of lack of, of contact with reality. I'm going to have some secret swirl, some secret mix of vanity that will elevate me to number one in my eyes. example, the speaker recalls uh, one time down the street, an older fellow uh, was asking for money and uh, you know, gave money and he began to talk about himself. And uh, he uh, had a, a great life, really outstanding life, uh, uh, Took the lives of a bunch of people, spent uh, many decades in the penitentiary, just recently let out, substance abuse issue, one kid somewhere that doesn't want to have anything to do with him, lives in a box or, or on this whatever, in a, under, um, whatchamacallit, uh, under some kind of covering in the street. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's already an older guy, You're not exactly the, the most... Uh, Kind of brightest future, and yet uh, the the fellow spent uh, quite a while saying how really he is the best, and how he has a unique mix of uh, what was it maybe something like humor and something like fighting ability and something like a story, unique story where really there's nobody quite like him, not not in the streets and and not anywhere else, and and that's why he's number one. So we say if we when we think of ourselves as an object, if we cannot. Uh, truly compete to be number one somewhere. I'm trying to be the wealthiest. I'm trying to be the strongest. I'm trying to be at least out of the people I know to be the most successful out of all my friends and family members, right? To have the nicest house or place of living, to have the nicest uh, place under the bridge out of all of my buddies and girlfriends, to have uh, the, the nicest, um, uh, we say career, nicest job, all these things, at least out of everybody I know. Fine, I'm not. I, it's unrealistic. I'm not going to be thinking about every single person in the world and be competing with a billionaire when I'm earning uh, not so much, but I'm going to compete with the people I know to be number one. So either I'm competing there, and if I can't do that, then I'm just going to concoct this kind of swirl of vanity where I have my special eyebrows and my special patch of hair on my back and, and my beard is so smooth or my uh, uh, my uh, 
you know, my, whatever the case may be, my hair is so silky. Something like that I'm going to concoct in order so that I can continue to view myself as number one. So this is very interesting. Why do we do this? Right, so, excuse me, on the face of it, what are we? Aside from a bunch of chemicals, a bunch of bones, and a bunch of blood, a bunch of uh, kind of cheap stuff. It doesn't really make any sense that we have such a need to be number one. That our self-esteem needs are so extreme. It's crazy. Like, why? Right? We don't see a cell phone acting like this or uh, any, you know, a, a car acting like this. Like, why is, why is it us? So we would say a way to think about it is that we do view ourselves as an object. I am a such and such person, such and such age from here. I want to do this and that. But who is it that is viewing him or herself as an object? We would say it is a subject. Meaning it's an I, it's a self that cannot be defined in terms of other objects. How do you define us an I? Well, it's, uh, you know, this, it's that. We would say, no, it's the one who is viewing things and thinking things and feeling things. So you can't be defined through any other objects. The only way, say, is to, to feel or self or to experience it, whatever we want to say. It just maybe it escapes even those kinds of words. But that's how we would frame it. The subject is the one that thinks of uh, uh, of itself as the, uh, the the fellow on the street uh, who has a special silky beard, and the and and, and the the lady in Antarctica who likes to watch the penguins, and the fellow in New Zealand who likes to, uh, you know, whatever people want to do. <laughs> anywhere we get the point. Anywhere and everywhere that it's the subject. So we would say that uh, we can, I can, from each possible point of view, I can think of myself as an object. And in that case, I will always have jealousy and envy and FOMO and regret, and I will never be okay with being number uh, two. Uh, I'll always have to uh, compensate somewhere else through vanity, through deception, through fantasies. If I'm not, if I don't think I'm number one, and and insofar as I think I failed, I'll be distraught, I'll be distressed, I'll be depressed. But another thing I can do is I can think of myself as a subject. I can think of myself as an I, as the one that is, again, I, I am happy, I am sad, I am hungry, I am thirsty, I'm not hungry, I'm not thirsty, but there's an I there. Not only verbally, but we would say that reflects a, a nonverbal reality as well, not just a grammatical thing. So we'd say if I then think of myself as an I, as a subject, then I will be able to uh, uh, transcend all of those low petty feelings. Why? Because we would say, we cannot say that there are two subjects, right? As an object, there's very many objects. If I, if I think of myself as an object, again, my body's here, your body's there, and there's billions of other bodies. But if I think of myself as a subject, meaning the one, the I, the one that, that is moving the arm, the one that is, is feeling things, well, how, where's the two uh, subjects? doesn't make any sense. If I imagine what it's like to be another person, it'll be the same subject imagining what it's like to be another person, right? So we'd say many objects, a single subject. If I identify with myself as an object, I definitely have to uh, have all kinds of mental acrobatics in order to get by. Vanity, jealousy, pettiness, greed, selfishness, all these things. If I identify as a subject, I cannot have any of those feelings because I will not, th there's no number two. There's nobody else and there's nothing else aside from myself as subject. Now, we have to be very, very 
Careful here to not make category errors and not to confuse myself as subject with myself as object and swap things around. Meaning, if I, the, first of all, we would say to perceive myself as subject is an accomplishment. It's not so simple. If I, if I have, unfortunately, poor mental health, if I have emotional problems, if I have severe self-esteem issues to, to where in, in no rational capacity of mind, I will not be able to view myself as a subject. So consequently, if somebody tells me to view myself as a subject, I'm going to think of myself as an object as number one, as all important. Meaning, I'm going to think, really, it is my special eyes and my special hair and my special past and my special psychology that is elevated above that of everybody else. Now I met you, how am I better than you? You're richer than me, but I have a better sense of humor. Oh, you're a professional comedian, shoot. Well, I have special eyes. Wow, you have the, the world's specialist, most beautiful eyes. Well, I have a special sense of style. You have the more specialized than me. You're funnier than me. You're richer than me. You have a better style than me. At least I have my fantasy and my concoction of vanity and, and fantasy, right, to, to, to rely back on. Maybe I know something you don't. Maybe I just have a vague sense that I'm more special. Something I have so that I can, I can triumph over you. And consequently, uh, uh, we do not want to teach uh, individuals that uh, uh, we can only think like that, that they are a subject because they won't be able to understand it. And it'll be the, 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 the elevation of the object. And that is the recipe for uh, anything but mental health, anything but happiness, but craziness. We would say that the extremes of craziness is when a person has elevated themselves as an object to the absolute number one thing in the universe, meaning we talk to an individual or read a case study, better yet, perhaps for our sanity, a case study of an individual that has lost his or her marbles completely. What is the defining feature? It's not even that a person believes something cookie. It's that the person has become entirely and totally subjective. A person has taken themselves, their psychology, their problems, their body, and made it the, the defining feature of their entire world, meaning uh, out of everything and everyone that there is, was, and will be, the sole important thing is that I, is me and the fact that I am the Queen of England, when I'm not the Queen of England, meaning a person who's kooky, not Queen Elizabeth, long live the Queen, not her, right? The fact is that I am the secret uh, uh, emperor of the, the stars, right? Me, this, this fellow, this lady with this name, with this background, that's me, and I'm the most important. I, the, fa the fact is that I, with uh, my hair and my uh, eyes, I, I'm the most I'm beautiful person in the world, hands down. There could not be anybody more beautiful than me. I'm the smartest. I'm the cleverest. Clever, however you pronounce it, in all of this. So that's what we call insanity is when a person takes themselves as object and elevates themselves to the number one status ever. But if we take ourselves, if we have at least a little bit of rational thought and mental health and we can think about these things, we can take ourselves as subject and realize that a subject, we are, n n there's no nothing else besides us. But it's not at the expense of anybody else is the key thing to understand. The same subject that I am, quote unquote, you are. Meaning from your perspective, the same subject that is, 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 is an I, right? From another perspective, the same subject is an I. So as a subject, I'm free to be the biggest, quote unquote, egomaniac in the world, except not really, that's just so to say. Meaning I'm free to think of myself as the most special and the most absolute and the most singular and, and the most timeless and all of this. Because again, the same subject that thought of itself as a person thousands of years ago is the same sub subject that I am now. It's always the same subject. But as an object, I have to know my place. As an object, I'm just an object. I'm, I'm, I'm better than some, worse than others. I, I come, I go. It's no big deal, right? It's just like a, a hair. 
uh, or our hair. If, if we thought all of a sudden that our, our hair was the most important thing in the universe, if we identified with it, with it and, 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 and uh, considered it to be as singular as we are, as ourself, then we would be, our hair would be everything to us. And if goodness forbid somebody cut, cut off our hair, our, our world would be done. Right? In fact, we say that uh, it's possible, the endless amounts of such mental acrobatics are possible. It's possible, for example, to in fact consider one's body to, to be oneself. And then if one's body is, is second to somebody else's, it's a, it's a tragedy. For example, somebody who's a professional bodybuilder, which can be, of course, excuse me, extremely healthy and great physically and emotionally and in all, and in all ways. But just for the sake of an example, the example here, it's possible to, to think of oneself as my biceps, as my triceps. So consequently, if I encounter another person that's bigger than me or that is less fat than me, well, then that's a fundamental threat. To, to, to me because I, I found the number two and I cannot I find that it doesn't make any sense to have a number two. So then I have to uh, freak out and, and, and take more things to, to get even bigger and all this. So it's possible I can identify myself with my bank account. If I encounter a person that is wealthier than me, I'm very distressed and very intimidated with my mind. I found somebody smarter than me. I cannot believe how bad I feel. I feel horrible with my uh, looks we said, right? With my beauty, with my uh, fashion, with my hobbies, whatever it is, whatever sense of self that I have, naturally, that is what I apply the singularity of myself as subject to. That is what I do not want there to be a number two in regard to. We don't we don't mind so much if there's somebody different than us who's not competing with us in our field, right? But the, who's the same as us, right? Again, I, I pride myself on my knowledge of the uh, pottery of uh, the ancient, uh, you know, Phoenicians, and now I found another such expert. And, I, and, and, and at my expense, right? Maybe I can work with this person now. Maybe we can write a book together. Something's going to give, but uh, I'm going to have to, so someone's going to have to give because I really derive my sense of self-esteem from that. That was my sense of self. So I wouldn't say that. So until we can identify ourselves as subject and think of things in proper categories, again, as subject, I'm myself, and, but it's not at the expense of anybody else. It's not competing with anybody else. And it cannot, as object, I'm just an object. Somebody's better, somebody's worse. I might be the best at something. I might be the worst at something. It's okay. It's just like a car or, or, or clothing or something. Something. Just until we do that, we're going to have all these feelings. But that would be the idea. Uh, and uh, again, uh, we should we can move towards that uh, kind of um, uh, experience of ourself as a subject, as a self, and then be able to deal with ourself as, as object, as our body, as our mind in an objective impartial way. Meaning, obviously, it doesn't mean I abandon my object or I, I don't care for it. I do because it's important. And, and that's how I, I, I uh, live in, in the world for, uh, right? for, for the time being, at least. And I have to, to look out for my object, I, just like for a car, for clothing, and make it as good as it can be. Absolutely. But it's just that it's not the be-all, end-all. Even ultimately, let's say I'm, I'm that old fellow that we're talking about, older gentleman. And, and uh, I, I failed in life as an object. I haven't become Become successful. In fact, that was considered very not successful by society. Now I'm in the streets. Now I don't have to say anything at all. I don't have to say my beard is extra silky smooth. I don't have to say I have the best sense of humor out of all the other uh, home challenged individuals. I don't have to say that I'm going to win the lottery tomorrow. I don't have to say anything. I'm a subject. Right? I'm a subject. I'm good. Right? The, uh, unfortunately, I take responsibility to my object as a current, but uh, I'm going to try to make the the best best of the situation. But as a subject, I'm good. I'm, I don't need anything for my for my vanity. I, I, there's no problem. So that would be the idea, and we can try to think like that, and, and hopefully overcome those feelings of jealousy, envy, FOMO, regret, 
and, and, and all of that. All right. And think about it. Thank you for listening.